Hi, this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to this Disney at Play podcast, where we have really breaking news that downtown Disney restaurants and Buena Vista Street at the Disneyland Resort will be reclosed this Monday, December 7th, due to the pandemic. COVID-19 has impacted nearly every operation at Disney with very few exceptions. With Disneyland Resort still not entirely opening to the public and now even closing all the more, Hong Kong Disneyland and Disneyland Paris have again closed their doors due to the pandemic. The Disney Cruise Lines have pushed back their reopening dates in what will become a year since they closed initially. And the studio operations at Disney have had major executive cuts. While a rapper gets arrested for punching a cast member after making COVID jokes. All this and more at Disney News on Parade. We invite you to also check out our post that is on DisneyAtPlay.com. And just make sure you subscribe to us so that you can catch all of our podcasts as we... Uh, continue giving the latest and greatest as quickly as we can to you. Let's begin with Disneyland, where it all began. Uh, this evening, Saturday night, by the way, I have to roll back the clock. Uh, just three hours ago, I was prepping for this podcast and I wrote out the question, will Buena Vista Street and downtown Disney end up getting closed? And then I went on a date night this evening. I came back and sure enough, tweets had come in Saturday night from Carly uh, Weisel and Mouse Planet tweeting the following. First, outdoor dining and downtown Disney, Buena Vista Street will be, uh, uh, downtown Disney and Buena Vista Street will be discontinued. Disney operated food and beverage locations will temporarily close. Select third party restaurants will have carry out but that carryout cannot be consumed on property. Um, 350 cast members will refer, return to furlough because of this reduction. At this time, the retail side of the house will stay open, but it will go back down to a 20% occupancy. And I wouldn't guarantee that it's, even that's going to stay open very long. And then finally, Disney's Grand California Resort will not reopen. They were planning on reopening, I think, this weekend, but uh, uh, it's now been just, no, not going to happen. So why did that announcement come out? What's happening right there? Well, according to ABC7 News in Orange County on Thursday, Orange County on Thursday reported a new record for COVID-19 hospitalizations. 735 patients are now being cared for with 179 of those patients in intensive care units. Right now in Orange County, California, where Disneyland is located, ICU availability is below 15%. And that alone, you know, do you really need somebody checking into the hospital who says, hey, I went to go get dinner at downtown Disney and now I'm feeling symptoms and I feel really, really sick and I need to go to the hospital. You don't need more demand on those hospitals than they're already getting. The number of hospitalized patients reported exceeds the previous high of 722, um, which was recorded back on July 14th. So it was very high in the middle of summer and then went down. 
and now it has come way up high. The ICU high, 245 uh, patients was set in mid-July. So that gives you an idea. Now, so that's, the good news is there's not quite as many um, patients in ICU as there was in mid-July, but still it's, it's alarming. In fact, the alarming surge of, of coronavirus cases in the state prompted Governor Gavin Newsom to announce a new regional stay-at-home order as an emergency break, quote-unquote, to curb the spread of the virus. No regions are immediately affected, but current projections show all regions except the Bay Area meeting that dire threshold in the next few days. So not good, not, not. And if it gets worse, there was another, according to NBC2 News in Los Angeles, nearly 1,800 more Disneyland Resort employees will be furloughed due to the theme park's continued closure as COVID surges. Now that's separate, that was reported a couple of days ago, separate of this closure that's impacting uh, about 350 cast members. So you could see that for all intents and purposes, even though Disneyland has tried to create the safest environment possible, even though there are no reported outbreaks from what efforts they have made or anything they've done, not among their cast members, not among the guests that anybody can spot and point to, the rest of the county and the larger Los Angeles area is just, well, California, it's just a mess in terms of dealing with COVID right now. And when the rest of the environment isn't conducive, it's pretty hard for Disney to do, even when it does its best, it can't, it can't necessarily uh, continue operating given that larger condition. So what does it look like elsewhere? Well, it doesn't get <laughs> much better. Hong Kong Disneyland announced uh, not long ago, it's shutting its doors for a third time because of the coronavirus pandemic. After Hong Kong government instituted new restrictions region-wide amid a wave of new infections. In fact, this statement was given by Hong Kong Disneyland, quote, as required by the government and in line with preventive efforts taking place across Hong Kong, Hong Kong Disneyland Park will temporarily close beginning December 2nd, the theme park said on its website Monday. We are in close contact with health authorities and the government about the situation and will announce a reopening date once they determine it is advisable. I'd be really surprised if Hong Kong can reopen by by Christmas. Not uh, they do celebrate kind of the Christmas holiday, but not to the degree maybe we do. But but notwithstanding, I don't think I don't think a holiday is going to reopen anything in Hong Kong Disneyland. It's certainly not going to happen at Disneyland Paris. At Disneyland Paris, they are now closed through at least February thirteenth of two thousand twenty one. They thought that they could reopen and stay open through the Christmas holiday. And then their thought was in January, go really January and half of February closed. And, and anybody who has been to Disneyland Paris in January, early February, know that that place, I mean, you could you could throw Rice Krispie treats in any direction and not hit anybody. Um, I remember dealing with a client 
and it was painfully cold and it didn't help that I was dealing with the kidney stone. That's a whole nother story, but it was painfully cold and, uh, and there just wasn't anybody in the parks. It was an empty experience. So given this whole thing with COVID, it made sense to close in January, February, but because of the whole condition in, in France and especially Paris, Disneyland is now closed all the way through December 13th. Now, that said, it was announced, just announced, that the world of Disney in Disney Village is going to be open for, for shopping from December 5th through December 23rd. In addition to the world of Disney, there's going to be some select food and merchandise uh, chalets. I like that word a whole lot better than kiosks that will be open with uh, seasonal treats that they'll offer. So there is a little piece of Disneyland Paris open, but not in the parks. So you can see right there, if you have six Disney resorts worldwide, Shanghai, Hong Kong, um, Tokyo, Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and Paris, you can already see that three now have, for all intents and purposes, completely closed. Other than a little bit of shopping in some and uh it's um it's just it is what it is um uh, meanwhile i have to say well so so before i go to walt disney world let me just talk about tokyo disney resort um as a context to all of this uh wdwnt showcased a mask holder for guests while they are dining in restaurants at uh, Tokyo, um, at, at the Tokyo Disneyland Resort. So if you can imagine, uh, and actually this does make a little sense because I've taken off my mask. I sit down, I take off my mask. Where am I going to put this? I'm going to put it on the tray. I'm going to put it on the table. What would be the most sanitary thing? So they've actually provided a little um, uh, colorful and it's red and with some silhouettes of Disney characters, little... Um, folder to put it in while you're eating and then it's disposed of, disposed of after you're done. So it, it kind of like a little purse, so to speak, paper, uh, I think it's paper purse that they, they've provided to their guests, which sounds like over the top. But then again, you look at what's going on with these parks that haven't opened and you're thinking to yourself, well, you know what? If mask holders was the thing that kept me open, I'd be manufacturing a ton of mask holders. Why not if it meant keeping the parks open? Now, really, it's a bigger, more complex issue than just whether or not you can provide mask holders. But you can get the sense of, and I will say this about Tokyo Disney, they are very compliant with, with requiring, not only requiring guests to do certain things, but the guests being compliant in and of themselves. Shanghai a little less, but it's still open. But when it comes to compliance, well, let's go to Walt Disney World. According to TMZ, rapper Spectacular Bluesmith was busted for allegedly punching a Disney World worker who told cops he tried to block Smith for fake sneezing and joking about COVID. The pretty Ricky rapper was at Walt Disney World Animal Kingdom Monday night when he allegedly pretended to sneeze before saying coronavirus. According to the police report, a Disney World employee didn't think the stunt was funny and told 
Spectacular Blue Smith as much. But the rapper allegedly responded, I thought it was. The report says the employee then tried to get the rapper to get out of the line, saying, then you'll think it's hilarious if I ask you to step out of the line. When SBS refused, the employee allegedly put his arm out to stop the rapper from moving. That's when, according to the police report, Smith punched the employee on the right side of the jaw temple area. For what it's worth, cops say Smith's son told them his dad lost his balance falling to the ground while trying to duck under the worker's arm and when he reached out for something to grab, accidentally punched the worker on his face. Okay, police say the employee told them he was in shock and thought he lost consciousness. The staffer was taken to a nearby hospital. Turns out he suffered a concussion. According to police, there were witnesses who heard SBS and the employees exchange. Cops say there were others who witnessed the rapper allegedly punch the employee Smith was arrested for battery. He posted a $500 bond. So that's the craziness of what is happening right now is um, uh, on the one hand, you have entire areas that are closing because of COVID on the other hand. And, and then on the other hand, you have people who think it's a joke and, and make fun of it and and get all upset and nasty about it. And by and large, this is this is a, a celebrity. By and large, this isn't happening in the parks. I've been in the parks. I have not witnessed. I've seen some people who needed to be reminded once in a while. But by and large, 99.99% of the people I see at Walt Disney World parks, I could be a little better at Disney Springs, but at the parks, for sure, people are wearing their mask and they're being respectful. They're putting in the six feet you know, between each other in the lines and so forth. And it's kind of working. It's working, but if everybody complies. Now we move. So as again, we said half of the resorts are closed. The other half are in their own state. Then we get to the Disney Cruise Line. <sighs> I don't think this is going to be on my Christmas list this year to go on a cruise. Because Disney has pushed sailings for all four of its ships into March, with Port Canaveral sailings of Disney Dreams still slated for March 1st and Disney Fantasy for March 6th. Disney Magic on March 1st from Port Miami and Disney Wonder on March 12th from San Diego. I would really like to think this is going to happen. But I'll come back a little while, a little later as to why I don't think it'll happen. That will make it an entire year since the cruise line closed initially for the pandemic. If we haven't mentioned, Key West was closed to large cruise line ships indefinitely due to a ballot measure in their last election. Therefore, Disney Cruise Lines will not even be able to create that as a travel destination. The CDC issued guidelines to include building up testing sites on and off the ship ensuring its personnel are free of COVID and then performing at least one test sailing. I think I've heard Disney was going to do two per ship to simulate an actual cruise and prove out its ability to sail safely. CDC requirements to sail from U.S. ports will mean that when lines do begin sailing, passengers will need to receive a negative COVID-19 test on both the day of sailing 
and day or return before disembarking. When will things return to normal? Boy, that's the question. By the way, let me, before I get to that issue, let me just come back to this idea that you're gonna to have to show a negative COVID-19 test on the day of sailing. What would you think if you had to do the same thing at the Disney parks? What if you had to show a negative? Now, early, early on, I mean, this was, this was uh, maybe April or May, long before Disney parks announced how they were gonna reopen. When David Zanola and I talked about this, I projected that that was possible, that they might ask for you to show a negative COVID-19 test, particularly at least when checking into the Disney Resort hotels. If you're going to make that requirement on the Disney Cruise Line, why not just go ahead and make that same requirement on the um, Disney hotels? Now, you might say, you know, it's, it's a tighter, more shared space on the boat, but I still think it's a good idea. What if it were to happen in the parks? How would you feel about that? Um, how, and, that, and the, that leads to a lot of problems. I mean, if you, if you ask for a negative test, how many days back? That has to be 24 hours before or in the last week. Well, you could have gotten yourself in a lot of trouble in the, during that week and so forth. So it's hard to say on all that. But the question then becomes, when will things return to normal? Clearly, much depends on the speed and effectiveness in getting vaccinations out to people, which is beginning in the days to come. A key indicator is that President-elect Joe Biden on Thursday of this week said he plans to ask the nation to wear masks for the first 100 days in office. Speaking with CNN, Biden also said he'll issue a standing order mandating masks in certain places. That's, again, masks everywhere or in certain places. I mean, just, just what did that mean, certain places? But then he goes on to say, quote, just 100 days to mask. Not forever, 100 days, Mr. Biden said. Quote, I think we'll see a significant reduction if that occurs with vaccinations and masking to drive down the numbers considerably. And of quote. Now, if you do, if you do the um, the math on this and think about when inauguration is, in January, you figure about 100 days after inauguration is roughly May 1st. I think that is probably, and that will have given us now, what, December? to roll out January, February, March, April. That will have given us five months to start driving or providing vaccinations. That won't, I don't even think that will cover half the country at that point. I think it'll cover a margin, but it may cover the ones most affected. I think that we can start seeing a turn on this. And I think that's when you're going to more likely see cruise ships. Maybe maybe the cruise ships will turn out by March, but I think it's more likely to be May. Um, in any rate, while all of this is going along, and don't forget, our favorite movie theaters have been pretty well shuttered over this time. So what's happening over at the studios for the Walt Disney Company? Well, quote, it's a bloodbath. 
End of quote. That's how two longtime Disney staffers have described the wave of layoffs happening, uh, which happened at the company on Thursday. This was shared um, by uh, the holiday or Hollywood Reporter. The staff reductions are taking place in Disney's general entertainment content unit, overseen by Peter Rice and Dana Walden's Walt Disney Television Division, including ABC and Studio 20th television. Sources say more than 100 staffers have been impacted by Thursday's layoffs. I'm sure Disney's seen worse, but it feels pretty significant, said one time, said one longtime executive familiar with the cutbacks. Disney declined comment on that article. And I did say what what's happening in the movie theaters. In truth, these cuts are actually in the television division, but I can't help but think that uh, the, the, the film studio portion is still um, more impacted than any other. I think across the board, Disney is having to make cuts just to stay afloat and to, to be smart. I think we haven't seen the end of those cuts. That's, that's just a reality to this. Now, um, I don't wanna end on a, on a negative note. There are positive things happening if you haven't Checked out the previous podcast, we go to the Magic Kingdom and we see in a COVID safe way, Christmas unfolding with the character cavalcades and some really cute, some really good holiday foods and just a great sense of being in the park, beautiful out there. Everything's decorated, everything is just ready for the holidays. And so definitely check out uh, that podcast and feel a little bit of the spirit of the holidays and the and the magic of Disney. Don't miss that if you haven't caught that already. But at the same time, what if you, do you wanna help others in need? If you do, because there are a lot of people in need, please consider joining our new Patreon account, where 100% of the funds coming to us for the next three months are going to help those um, who are furloughed. Um, laid off or homeless here in the shadow of Walt Disney World. Um, I am working with Embrace Celebration. Uh, the individuals there, the one leading it, she is uh, a lovely individual, former cast member who worked in the Germany Pavilion and also helped uh, pull, I think it was the Magic, maybe it was Magic and Wonder, um, prepped them originally when those ships um, came on board. Um, helped with all of that. Um, there are a lot of Disney cast members, not only in need, there are a lot of Disney cast members who are helping others in need. If you want to help too, please consider going to my Patreon account and sharing because I'm I'm not taking anything in. I'm taking 100% of everything I receive and sending it on to Embrace Celebration, who helps the most needy here around Walt Disney World. And, and in return... I'm providing you some wonderful Disney interactive apps, videos, and podcasts that can be enjoyed at home or in the parks. They are exclusive to Patreon users. Today, I release a brand new, it's all about Disney, it's a, what we call a Disney Discovery, and it, Disney at Play Discovery, and it goes in depth to, um, Pandora, the world of Avatar, looks at all of the elements of this land, of the attractions, the food and beverage, the retail, 
all of it. It brings it all together. Really, if you, you know, Joe Rody has recently announced his retirement from Disney. Let me tell you, this is one of the, the big things Joe pulled off was creating this fantasy land doing some really different... How do you make Hanging Mountains? We talk about that in in the um, in the app. It's interactive. you got maps and things to, to look at. Also, for those at the higher tier, the Disney at Work tier, we have this new Disney at Work interactive tour that currently is taking you down the streets of Disneyland, Main Street, Fantasyland, and el elsewhere to see lots of behind-the-scenes best in business ideas from Disney that you can apply back to your own organization. So, oh my goodness, you want to check this out. In fact, there's a video on our post here, but you can also go directly, follow the link and go directly, uh, and the show notes page, follow the link and go directly to our Patreon account, check it out. We'll give you some idea of what this looks like. And remember, you're given to a good cause, and this is a good time to give to a good if you have cast members out there that you just really appreciate, this is the time to give and help share for them. So that concludes our <laughs> crazy podcast with so much going on COVID-wise, so much impacting the parks. It really, I, I know you, if you're out there, you are probably missing the Disney experience of being in the parks. I know I have come to appreciate more what I took so much for granted at being at Disney. Um, you may feel the same way. Let's celebrate all that is Disney and let's help those who have made that dream a reality. So on behalf of Disney at Work and Play, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your involvement. Make sure you subscribe to your podcast if you like what you're hearing. You know, we tried, we are the first podcast to talk about these cuts at Disneyland or what's happening, these closures at Disneyland. We try to be very relevant. We try to be upfront. We try to be as, as breaking as possible. And we try to go in depth where others don't. To provide insights you might not hear otherwise. So please make sure you subscribe. If you like us, go to visit iTunes and give us a, a, a positive rating or even a review. That would, be, that would be really helpful. I especially want to thank Rick Williams and Brian Hudson, some of our new Patreon uh, folks who have joined up. Um, in thanking Brian especially, he wrote back to say, Jeff, you are very welcome. I am thankful that we are able to bless others as we have been blessed. Also, my wife and I really enjoy your Disney at Work and Play podcast. And we're excited about new content through Patreon, end of quote. So thank you for those who are joining Patreon and thank you for those who are subscribing. Be sure to join us, stay in touch, and in the words of Sinbad's storybook voyage, always follow the compass of your heart. Have a merry holiday, have a great day, and we'll see you real soon. Thank you.